Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Good morning, crypto. Good morning, warriors. Hello and welcome back to another episode of your favorite crypto news channel, Good Morning Crypto, where we bring you the most relevant and impactful crypto-related topics from the top crypto research team in the world. I'm your host, Abs, joined by several members of our 3T family this morning. We have the CEO of Collecti Lab, Selman G, is in the building. Mr. Johnny Crypto will be joining us later. Jackie, the crypto juggernaut is here, and our play-to-earn specialist, NFT Tones, is in the building, so very excited for this episode. Today on Good Morning Crypto, we will be discussing how XDC could be the new XRP, a brand new competitor to Swift is being launched. Will there be one chosen currency? Modulope, a CBDC provider founded by Bill Gates, Google, and the Rockefeller Foundation, is using XRP to help support the adoption of central bank digital currencies. A modern-day banking run is happening in China as Chinese banks are running out of cash. Or is this just another scare to move us into CBDCs? eBay acquires an NFT marketplace while Kevin O'Leary says he hasn't sold a single cryptocurrency, telling investors that currently volatility is what defines this market. ECB head Kristen Lagarde is now demanding for crypto regulation as City, City Security Services is launching a digital asset custody service for institutional investors. With over $27 trillion in assets under management, it appears the floodgates are breaking open. We prepare our listeners for the bull run of a lifetime. Our show is available on your favorite podcast platforms like Spotify and Apple Music. And for those of you listening via podcast, our show is live on YouTube Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. Eastern at the 3T Warrior Academy channel. So I really hope Aaron Brown is out there and listening because we brought that XDC content today. But we're going to dive into that after we say hello to the group. Selman G, how you feeling on this beautiful morning? And thanks for filling in today. Hey, thank you so much. Good morning to everybody. I feel blessed. Happy to be here as always. And can't wait to share great stuff with you. Great content prepared for you guys today. And uh, yeah, let's go. Let's do this. Jackie, the crypto juggernaut is in the building and she's got that awesome new background. What's on your mind this morning, Jackie? And thank you for joining us. Um, I'm just, I'm just so grateful for our media team. These backgrounds look amazing. Uh, so shout out to those guys. They worked really hard and they, man, they just killing it all the time. I wish they were a cryptocurrency. I, I would buy them. <laughs> and enough. We should NFT guys, Dustin and Josh, cause I definitely buy those, but I want to kick it to NFT tones. And I see we got Johnny crypto backstage. I'm going to add him to stream. Now he may or may not be able to hear us, but we'll kick it to NFT tones, NFT tones. Thank you for saving us on this Wednesday. We're excited to deep dive. And you saw the eBay news. eBay has actually purchased 
an NFT platform, but what's on your mind this morning? Yo, there is a lot on my mind. There's a lot going on with the crypto space. There's a lot going on with Algorand and I'm excited. I am excited. Like I said, DCA with these blood bats, when there's blood on the street, it's time to DCA and there's no slowing down what's coming in the future. So I, I'm excited. Exactly. The foundation is being built right now. And it's like we always say, 2023 is going to be the year for institutional adoption. And that's exactly what we're going to bring you guys. But we'll start this thing off the same way we always do by showing you guys our Good Morning Crypto Twitter account at 3TGM Crypto. Brand new heading, brand new title, very exciting new branding process. So if you aren't familiar with this logo, it's because we just changed it, but we love the work our media team does. So thank you to Dustin and Josh. Bitcoin fear and greed index is sitting in extreme fear this morning, ranging at a seven. I don't feel it's worth commenting on because we got so much price action to get into. Bitcoin is sitting at $20,500. The total market cap is $910 billion this morning. Bitcoin is 43% dominance. Ethereum, 15%. Ethereum is sitting at 1100 Cardano, 47 cents. Cardano is 32 cents. Polkadot is $7.67. And we'll scroll down to Stellar, which is $0.11 cents this morning. Tons of buying opportunities within this market today. But I'd love to kick it to Selman G. Feel free to do some technical analysis. And what are you watching in the market this morning? Yep. So uh, personally, I feel like, you know, some altcoins are really, really strong compared to the um, Bitcoin dominance, etc. I see great potential in altcoins. So a little lift for Bitcoin can really bring altcoins back up. But my personal opinion, short term, I'm a little scared of the volume that is coming into the markets. Like the volume is decreasing um, ever since we went up above 20K. So um, it's kind of risky. It tells me that we need to watch out really like pay attention these we uh, the next weeks because any little FUD news can easily bring us back down to 17,000. So I'm actually hoping for a little a pullback maybe to the 20K level. I mean, great support on the 20K for a couple of days. And then maybe, you know, slowly you're, you're going to see how money flows back in when people are really convinced that we found a bottom. Exactly. And we had Professor K say a bunch of teenagers are running this show. NFT Tones is the only teenager on this platform. So do not be fooled. We may look young, but we're older than we look. Also, I think Selman G may be in his early 30s, but we'll kick it to NFT Tones here. We're showing the rainbow price chart and it appears we're reaching a local bottom. Every time we've entered this zone, it's been a good buying opportunity. What sticks out to you this morning? And feel free to comment on whatever's on your mind. So what sticks out to me this morning is definitely Algo, Immutable X, and even ETH. So I feel like these are great buying opportunities, especially with the market down so much. And even, even NFTs right now are in a fantastic buying opportunity because they're down so much. So do your own research and see what NFTs could be worth buying now. Uh, personally, I'm looking at Gala NFTs because I think in the future, those are going to have tremendous value. Yes, Gala appears to be one of the most prominent projects in the market today, but I'm a little distracted because we got Mr. Johnny Crypto just popped in. I hope you can finally hear us. Feel free to chime in here. We're just talking about the overall market. And how are you feeling this morning, Johnny? Oh, I'm feeling like technical difficulties here, freaking killing me left and right. But it sounds like we're good now. You guys can hear me? Everything's good? All right, good. Well, first of all, good morning to all the Warrior Maniacs out there. Hopefully, everybody's doing well. I'm trying out the new background. If you like it, let me know. If not, we got a whole bunch of other ones here. But, um, yeah, good morning to everybody. I see we got Selman. We got the NFT expert, NFT Toads. And then, of course, Joyful Jackie. Good morning, Jackie. How are you guys? 
amazing guys. And everybody's so hyped up for the news that we brought for you guys today that I would be remiss if we didn't dive into this first. But we're going to show you guys what's going on with the institutions right now. We have the world's top 10 biggest custody wallets are all moving into cryptocurrencies. Every single one of these companies, 45 trillion, 42 trillion, 24 trillion. We're even going to cover some Citibank news today. I want to get some comments from Jackie here. Jackie, how do you feel about these institutions? And then we're going to dive into our XDC news. Do not worry, people. Dang you, Ben. Um, yeah, I love to see it. Um, we talk we talk a lot about some of the big institutions that are in the space, obviously. And I love that NFT Tones mentioned um, NFTs. I, I know we're going to see some of that as well. Big institutions kind of jumping in on that side. Um, we're going to continue to see more of that. That's that's a big thing that I'm looking into. Um, projects that are that are really prepping themselves up for that that NFT. Um, big boom that's coming because that's going to transfer us into web three metaverse era. So I know a lot of people are, are kind of prepping for that side. It is years down the way, but I'm, I'm glad he mentioned that we'll get into some of that news too. So a hundred percent. So we're going to start diving into this thing right now. This is going to be a multi-part. We're going to have to tie multiple stories together here because we have so much amazing news. We're going to start off with video exposing the game. They're showing us that Modulup, which is a CBDC provider and software network, is going to be using XRP as a source of liquidity between central bank digital currencies. Now, what I think is so important to note about this specific company is that they're funded by Bill Gates, Google, and the Rockefeller Foundation. So we've got huge prominent names in the financial industry backing this stuff. And this also shows they have awareness of XRP. But I'm going to let this clip play, and then we'll get some comments from the group. Here we go. So I'm on Modulup's YouTube channel, and I'm watching this video. And watch this next slide when it comes up. This stuff will potentially entail. But I'm now going to pass it over to you. Okay, it's called Payment Hub as Gateway Component. It's got Modulup right here. But look at the bottom, and it's kind of blurry. But the way I read that, it says source, I think I think that says Exolab, develop, developments in India with, I can't read that, but it says connected to a private XRP-based system, similar design for stable coins and CBDCs, boom. So I'm on Mojo with <laughs> There you go. I mean, case point, there's the whole argument laid out right there. Not only is XRP going to be used as a source of liquidity, what gets me really excited is we've always questioned about how many of these larger players are actually aware of XRP. Elon Musk has yet to mention it, and I think there's a reason why, but I want to hear from Johnny Crypto here. Johnny Crypto, what does this say to you, and how do you feel about Bill Gates, the Rockefellers, and Google being connected to XRP through a third party? I feel wonderful about that, let me tell you. There's nothing like having the, the guys that run on the run the show being invested in the technology that we think. That's interesting. Uh, that's terrible. I can't use my hands. Um, but so is there's nothing more exciting than knowing that the people that are investing behind this that are kind of running and pulling the strings actually see value in you know a technology like XRP. That's kind of what we've been saying for a while now, is we kind of always thought this would be one of the um, uh, the technologies to invest in that would drive the world. And so, you know, hearing and see, look at those big names. Look at that. Google, Bill Gates, Rockefellers. I mean, you couldn't ask for a better group of folks to be supporting it. So, yeah, I am super excited for that. That should get everybody excited, to be honest with you. 
And this is exactly goes back to our argument that all this stuff is being built in the background years in advance before they even let us get an opportunity to purchase it. Never mind, get the awareness of how these things are actually going to be used. But I want to hear from Selman here. Selman, what catches your attention and what role do you think XRP is going to play in the future of finance, especially with CBDCs? Yep. First of all, guys, I'm super, super happy that um, Collecti made the decision to um, actually move to XRPL because you see the potential they are building especially recently on the NFT NYC event, a big billboard ad saying mint and build the, you know, one of the um, eco-friendliest blockchains out there. So they're building on that side and you brought it up CBDC center. You see they're really deep ripple as a company is really deep in the financial system working side by side with the elites. So that is actually a sign that we, you know, we talked about it multiple times. Guess what? Facebook wanted to buy, Snapchat, Snapchat didn't want it. And guess what? They just copied the same technology, right? It's the same thing. You see all these beautiful blockchains with great utility. Maybe they're super fast, etc. But Ripple has the connections, has the money, right? So they have the people that you really need to have that mass adoption. And that's why I personally believe Ripple is going to be uh, the winner, right? So among the winners, if not the winner, so um, that's why I am super bullish on XRP. And this is especially mental uh, brought it up. All these big guys are um, ignoring it. They don't want to tell you there or they don't show you their uh, next steps. But it looks like they don't like XRP right on social media everywhere. You see that. But in the background, you see what's cooking. They are building something, uh, the infrastructure for the future. And um that's why I'm super bullish on it. Thank you, Selman. And I'm super bullish as well. We're going to cover that XDC news because there's this market is big enough for multiple players. And XDC is going to be a huge player, whether it comes to the instant settlements or the R3. They also mention ISO coins being compliant within the XDC system. I think we're about to go through a fundamental shift. And it doesn't surprise me at all that retail is now more scared than ever. But I'd love to hear from Jackie. Jackie, what sticks out to you here? And how do you feel about Google Bill Gates and the Rockefeller Foundation all being indirectly connected to XRP. I want to continue to harp on that point. Uh, you're muted, Jackie. Um, I think that's big that we see those um, those big institutions backing it. That's obviously the biggest tell whenever you see partnerships like that. Um, I'm laughing at Gonzo's comment. Shout out to Gonzo and Shelly in the chat. Um, he said, I thought Bill Gates didn't believe in crypto, LOL. And that's so true. We see that time and time again. There'll be a big media article come out saying, you know, butting that crypto is just a scam, all this stuff. There's, it's not going to be the future. And then all of a sudden you find their name slapped on underneath partnership. So, um, yeah, good to see. And that's that's all part of doing the research and covering the, just going to the websites and see who's backing these different projects. So definitely makes me bullish. Um and continues to solidify my belief in, in XRP and other platforms like likewise. So, Yes. Thank you so much, Jackie. And what comes to my mind when I see this is Agenda 2030. And I want to get comments from Johnny Crypto here. But before we do that, we got 261 live listeners out there. Show us some love and smash that like button. We are going to continue to be the most consistent crypto team in the space, bringing you guys the most relevant and impactful crypto-related topics on a daily basis. And that's exactly what we have for you here. But Johnny Crypto, I'd love to hear from you next. The floor is yours. Yeah, I mean, again, so if Aaron Brown is out there, he's been so excited about XTC. He's been asking about it forever. And, you know, we know that there's going to be some pies here. 
uh, between that and Modulup. Uh, but right now, uh, with, for XRP, it's exciting to see, again, as we said earlier, that they are tying this, this connection in here. Now, how this is going to play out and where we're going to see this working, I still think, is what we need to see. Like, how big does this really get? How, how much adoption? But again, Modulup seems to be uh, helping to set a standard in this space. And then other technologies can, can, can use, if you will, um, the it, it's almost like going to be a middleware somewhere in the middle that's going to help. So it'll be like some sort of a software combined with protocols that they have to abide by in order to send money, right? Exactly. Because right now, for example, you know, you need things telling things how to talk to each other because everybody's creating their own different blockchains. They all have their own different languages. They all do different things. So how do you, what's the common standard to bring it all together? And that's kind of what Modulup is supposed to be creating in the background, um, a software platform that's supposed to help these, these developers easily connect everything to each other, almost like a common language. So that's what I think Modulup's role is. And the fact that the part in XRP is great. It just means it'll be easier for developers if there's a partnership there because maybe some of that extra code, and I'm guessing here, but maybe some of that extra code will be written up and, and be part of the um, <clears throat> the software solutions that these guys are going to make available. Yes, and what catches my attention, Johnny, is anybody who got into the XRP market a couple years ago, we always talked about a detachment event where the market is in a bear market and XRP is going upwards. And the only way that's going to happen is if we get real-world utility. So if we're in a bear market, but they decide to start using XRP as a liquidity between central bank digital currencies, you're going to see massive price appreciation. That market right now, globally, we send $5.3 trillion cross-border every single day. There are companies out there doing over $2 quadrillion in assets transferred over a year period. So this market is humongous and the money is almost limitless, but I'd love to have someone close this out here before we hop into our next article. Yep, thank you so much. Uh, guys, it's just obvious, right? I mean, maybe there are blockchains out there with at some levels, like on at some point, maybe they're better than XRP in terms of speed, et cetera. But you need the close ties, you need the infrastructure, right? You need the people that can really bring that mass adoption. Wanna, Stress that out again. Facebook and Snapchat, the same thing. You know, they can copy. XRP has them. Ripple has the money to actually copy to copy the technology and improve their own technology, right? So that's why I really believe in in Ripple and what they're doing. And they are really, really. I mean, especially here with Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. So it's obvious these guys are not stupid. They they know way more stuff than we do. And they're really deep in the financial system. And that's why it's a big, big uh, blessing for us that we bring it up here on, on, on the show and, and tell people about it. So it's just another um, reason to really dive into Ripple and, and see read through the white paper. And if you're not invested in XRP, no financial advice, of course, but it's it definitely should encourage you to do research on that topic. Exactly. And I want to kick it to NFT Tones here because there was something very funny we saw. We saw protests in New York City about NFTs yesterday. And one of the most important signs that we saw was trust Bill Gates. So I'm going to follow that same concept and trust Bill Gates and I'm buy a little bit of XRP down here. Of course, I'm kidding. But what catches your attention, NFT Tones? I mean, I just find it ironic that he's I, I just find the whole thing ironic. And I find it funny because like. Everything that's going on, like the NFT NYC event is huge. And I I was going to go, except I couldn't get a ride. And I kind of regret it because I feel like it's going to be huge and full of 
a shit ton of news, especially with everything I've been seeing. Just the clips I've seen, the NFT news coming out from NFT NYC, I think is going to blow some of your minds. We have real AAA games coming and there's games actually working on real economies so that things like what happened with Pagaxi doesn't come to happen again. And I actually like this because it shows that these game companies are trying to improve and go the right direction. And they're trying to actually show that they care for our community members. For example, Gala loved Gala loves its community. They keep releasing new things. They keep if you went to Galaverse, you were able to get free items the first time. The second time they gave you discounts and early access to purchase everything before everybody else. So more things like this will come, and I think it'll be excellent to see. And you know what's exciting is that we just had that eBay news come out this morning, so I think it's only fitting that we stick with you here, Ando, and you break this news down for our listeners. We had eBay acquire an NFT marketplace, and the Amazon competitor is diving deeper into NFTs by acquiring, by acquiring Known Origin, the marketplace. An American e-commerce company, eBay, has acquired Known Origin, one of the top NFT marketplaces globally. The acquisition is part of the company's tech-led reimagination, and Known Origin was launched in 2018, which makes it one of the oldest marketplaces worldwide. eBay ended up launching its first collection last month. NFT Tones, please fill us in on what you think this is going to mean as NFTs are continuing to be adopted by these massive companies. So I believe it was a week or two ago, we have MasterCard come out and say you could use your card to buy any NFT. So this does not surprise me at all. We knew I knew eBay has been wanting to release NFTs. Now they have their own marketplace that they bought. This to me, I saw coming. It was a no-brainer. I feel like every marketplace, I think even Amazon eventually will acquire some kind of marketplace to sell NFTs because NFTs will be huge. I mean, we'll even have NFTs soul bonded to us most likely, like our licenses, our cars, our houses. There'll be so much more, even our medical agreement, our medical records and stuff like that. So I think that this is going to be really big. And I think we'll start to see more bigger companies make their own marketplace or buy other marketplaces like we have here. And I think that NFTs on eBay will be much more different than you think. I think we'll actually have NFTs that you can buy, hold in your wallet. And then when you want, you could redeem it for a specific item or clothing or jewelry or something like that. That's what I can really see coming from eBay. So NFTs are going to be evolving away from just images and communities and into real world utility. You're going to buy an NFT and say, okay, this NFT can now get me season tickets to the Celtics next season, or this NFT is refundable for a Jersey or a unique experience. So I think you're spot on there. I want to kick it to the CEO of Collecti Labs because he brought up something very important. These soul tokens are going to continue to become more and more prominent college degrees, medical records, you know, past history, maybe things you don't even want to be shared are going to be NFT and they're going to be on the blockchain, can't be edited. I'd love to hear some of your thoughts on some of these non-tradable NFTs that are going to be emerging over these next few months. Yeah, I mean, I 100% agree with Tones on that. Um, I truly believe that your tickets, expired tickets, doesn't matter. Like you're collecting them and eventually you want to sell them maybe because they, um, they are kind of valuable, of course. For the fans so you're going to be able to buy it on ebay and um even now when you see and hey jenna um even now you see like people sell their characters right on special games on ebay and you're going to sell you're going to be able to sell your items maybe on on these marketplaces i believe in that too and um another thing is 
I feel like the marketplace that eBay is going to bring out, and again, we don't know about the details yet, but I believe it's going to be like like majority of these NFTs will be um, attached to physical goods. So I love that. Imagine it's your old guitar or maybe a special guitar, of course, uh, by, you know, some very famous musician. But like you're, you want to buy the, um, the one and only NFT directly attached to that physical good. And it's going to be just a lovely different experience for people. And it's a collectible. So that's why I'm really, really um, bullish on that. And I think, you know, Amazon is going to join and many others more. And GameStop, you guys know, um, just recently announced their own marketplace. And uh, this, this, this whole environment here, you see that the space is growing. And in the bear market, you'll see the big guys building like crazy. Exactly. And I think it's fitting we kick it back to NFT tones because I do have one question for you. As these soul tokens continue to emerge, people are going to start moving away from paper documents and the blockchain is going to become the primary storage for information. What is your role that you think NFTs are going to play in that? And how long do you think until we cross that line in the sand and blockchain becomes the primary way to store data? It, it could take years. I mean, think about it. I mean, it's not an easy transition to get everybody onto NFTs. I mean, most gamers hate NFTs. You you bring up an NFT to a gamer and they're going to be like, hell no, it's just a cash grab. And a lot of these people think it's just a cash grab because there's a lot of scams and stuff going on. So I think until regulation comes and we get most of these scams out of the air, then we're not going to see this transition happen. I think we're waiting for regulation and all that to come before we actually see this transition. Exactly. And I want to kick it out and let Jackie close us off here. This is an amazing NFT conversation, but we do have not only $27 trillion company entering the crypto market, we also have that XTC news everyone wants to hear. So why don't you close out our NFT conversation, Jackie, and just tell us what your thoughts are on the NFT market evolving as a whole. We're going to move away from these community-oriented projects and into real-world utility, whether it's passive income, medical records, storing data. Floor is yours, Jackie. Thank you. Um, I, yeah, I see I see a transition over a really long period of time. I know we were talking about NFTs eventually becoming, you know, the utility case for getting stuff from a digital world into a physical world. So you can order, you know, turn your NFT like into a jersey, you said. But I also, you know, even further down the line, guys, this, it's going to transition of connecting that digital and physical world into a complete digital world. So that is, I, I really strongly believe that's why all these big, big time institutions and things like that are jumping onto these marketplaces and, and connecting with NFTs because NFTs are going to be directly related to, to the metaverse and web three. And that's, you know, eventually it's just going to be, that is the reality. So it's long, long, long time down the road. All of this stuff is going to come into play. You'll see the transition slowly. Exactly. Somebody said digital prison is more like it. I seriously hope not. But if you're enjoying this content, show us some love. Smash that like button. 280 live listeners out here. And I'm getting a vicious echo, but that's not going to stop me. We're hopping into our next article here, which is that Citibank is going to launch a Bitcoin custody services for institutional investors. This is the moment we've all been waiting for. I want to give a shout out to Coach JV. Coach JV has been saying this exact narrative since early 2020. And we're watching it play out right before our eyes. Covers this stuff on a daily basis, but we're going to dive into this here. City has made an announcement that it chose Medico as a partner to develop and trial digital asset custody capabilities. Medico's technology and digital solutions will allow customers to hold and settle digital assets such as Bitcoin in a safe and straightforward manner. 
Of course, we're going to be waiting for regulation here. But what Citibank had to say is we are innovating and developing new capabilities to support digital asset classes that are becoming increasingly more relevant to our clients. There's some beautiful quotes I want to get, but I want to kick it to Johnny Crypto here. Johnny Crypto, we're watching the shift take place. 2023 is the year for institutional adoption. It appears this is another example. What do you have to say? Yeah, I, you know, before we get to our cards, I just want to say, hey, Jackie, in case if you're looking for a crypto husband, it looks like you have a taker out there. Uh, so <laughs> apparently, Barrero's got a bunch of bags of XTC waiting there for you. So I just thought we should have one. Just- comment in the chat. I don't know how to do that. For some you, reason, it won't I'll, let me. So I'll explain. I'll explain. You. I'll show you how to do it next. No, time. I've I've seen it. Show me the bag, man. Let's see. <laughs> <laughs> You're it, Brio. Show her the bag. You might have a chance. You might have a chance for Jackie. Uh, also, a shout out to our girl XRP Jenna. Glad glad to see her pop aboard. But you know, in terms of this news here. You know, you're right, Abs. Coach JV has been talking about this for a while, that banks will basically just be custodying our currencies. I mean, they have to. If they want to stay in business, they've got to, they've got to evolve. They've got to transition over to what's coming next. It's only a matter of time before they end up needing or having to do it. This is just the beginning. I told you guys this. We're going to continue to see articles like this over and over and over for the next two years showing you the adoption. It's happening. But nobody's paying attention. Five percent, five percent people in the world are, are paying attention to crypto. Not even now, probably four, because a lot of people left because they're all pissed off at it, right? Um, they don't understand it, and so it's so cool that we're just going to sit here and we're going to see the bricks being put into the foundation of blockchain and crypto technologies. And it's so cool to be here and buying up a lot of these, some of these currencies that are so low right now. That man, five years from now, when you go and you tell somebody that you bought XRP. For 22 cents, they're not going to believe you. <laughs> yeah, that's a perfect way to end it, Johnny. But it's funny because nobody is really uh, recognizing the adoption that's taking place right now because the prices are so low. But here's a very important statement. We are pleased to team up with City, which is one of the largest security services firms, to support their vision to bridge digital and traditional assets. This is the line in the sand that we've always talked about. When traditional assets get moved onto the blockchain, the value is going to be limitless. With over $27 trillion in assets under custody... City Security Services offers customers an in-depth look into these new, new technologies. We got 308 live listeners out there. Show us some love and smash that like button. If I look a little red this morning, I'm actually battling the C19 crisis, so I feel like I'm melting in this chair. Smash that like button. We'll kick it to Selma G. I thought hey, your AC of all, wasn't working. First of all, guys, um, I disagree with Johnny Crypto at some point. He said, if banks want to still do business, they have to do this. I feel like the banks are the business. So if he's like JP Morgan, City, all of them are really deep. They control the world, right? The banks control. Below them, companies. Below them, governments. And so, guys, here's the deal. City, with $27 trillion in custody, they can't just randomly put that money into highly speculative assets without any regulations after regulations imagine it's their playground it's going to be their regulation their laws right they create their playground here unfortunately but we are we woke up we know what they're doing and we can act accordingly and i believe and all of us probably do after regulations imagine what's going to happen these trillions of dollars imagine even if it was only 10 percent of that money in the new technology it would be 2.7 trillion dollars guess what our our uh, bull market 
high was only 3.5 trillion, right, Apps? Was it three, three trillion? Even less. 3. No, it actually, it only touched, it touched far less. It actually only touched $3 trillion. $3 trillion. Imagine that. And Bitcoin was at 69000 Guess what? If $2.7 trillion goes into the market, and potentially, of course, if it's Citibank, that money will go into fundamentally strong ones, right? Just like Ethereum, uh, Bitcoin, XRP, Cosmos, maybe ADA, all these fundamentally strong projects. And guess what happens? You're going to see a massive price appreciation. This is only City. Imagine JP Morgan does that. The Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, Google, whatever, all these big institutions, not just the banks, come to this place after regulation. Insane. I can't like we don't need to talk much about it. So you you see the bear market is actually on the macro trend, just a higher low for them. Right. Um, and it's just accumulation for them. It's just people leave the space. There is no mass media now talking about crypto. Amazing. This is time for us to silently build. And once the next wave comes, boom, we open our business and we do advertisement everywhere and people will be like, Let's join Citibank. Let's do this and that. And it's just going to be too late for them because they already have built um, the foundation. So, yes, crazy. And what gets me excited, someone, is when Kathy Woods came out a few months ago and said that it would only take two and a half percent of the total liquidity to get Bitcoin over into seven figures. Johnny Crypto, close us out here. And then we got to hop into that long awaited XTC news. You guys are going to be excited. Yeah. Um, so, so obviously, you know, we talked about the, the, the conversion here. And I think, I think actually Selman and I are actually saying the same thing. We're, we're not in agreement. The banks have to do something and they're going to end up, if they want to stay in this business, they got to, they've got to evolve over. And we know there are certain key banks and elites that run the whole show and then they'll just follow down the line. But I'm loving the fact that we got Skittles. I guess Skittles is one of our, our new listeners today and uh, his parents are in a bunch. So hopefully let's hop into this article because he's all, all all hyped up at how we don't know what we're talking about. But let's get into the articles. I think it's important we talk about XTC and what's happening there. Beautiful. And we're not only going to hop into it because of Skittles, our only hater. We want to show you guys as much love and support as possible. Show us some love and smash that like button. We love our community more than you know. And there's a reason we do these as live streams every single day. But we are about to jump into this news. Impel launches a next-gen alternative to Swift and SEPA on the XDC network. Shout out to David Scottsdale. I really hope this... Uh, is what you were looking for. Here we go. So an alternative payment solution for the quickly and securely sending ISO compliant financial messages, it includes the option to add XDC as collateral for instant settlement and to bridge to the R3 quarter platform for future facing banks and fintech technologies. Our technology is going to be easy for financial institutions to implement and will increase their ability to offer an improved customer service experience Though more efficient and lower transaction costs, this is super exciting because I think that this is an opportunity where if you don't adopt this technology, you're left behind. Whether it's Ripple, XLM, or XDC, all of these technologies are going to change the banking sector, and that's what I'm excited for. That's what we're investing in right now. I want to kick it back to Johnny Crypto and then go to Selman. Johnny, fill us in. What does this news say to you? Yeah, so what it says is that, first of all, you know nothing is going to replace anything. So XRP and all these other coins... We'll be out there. What it's saying is there is going to be, and we've been saying this on the show, there's going to be a number of currencies and technologies that are going to coexist together and form the new financial system, right? The quantum financial system. And so there's been a lot of talk about the fact that XDC has similar where in this case, as you see in this article, it'll be used as collateral. 
um, which is very, very similar thing in terms of what XRP would be used for potentially as it's trying to do cross-border payment settlements. So again, we've been saying this for a while. No single one currency is going to rule them all. Sorry, guys, it's not going to happen. I know you all want it to happen and you can hate us and whatever because you don't want it because you don't like what we're saying. But the reality is, you know, you got who's going to be the winner. The reality is there is going to be a coexistence of systems working together. I personally believe quant is going to be the way they're all going to talk to each other. So I love quant as well. Uh, but it's going to there's no single one. And this is why we say here, do your research. Go find out what are those currencies and real world solves that are going to have a potential to be able to run the, the future systems of our world for the next hundred years and invest in some of those. Buy a couple of those racehorses. Not all these horses are going to win the race, guys. Some of these are going to go away and some are going to be here for a while. You just want to make sure you're getting in that race. And again, XDC, this is this is good news for XDC. If you're them, the fact that they're being, you know, that they're being considered as a solution tells you that their technology has caught the attention of other companies and it's worthy. So for me, big news for XDC. Um, no, it's not going to replace XRP. They're going to they're going to work in coexistence with each other, as well as IOTA, uh, Algo, and a bunch of other technologies. Beautiful, and I want to kick it to Selman here. Selman, the floor is yours. Hey, thank you, Apps. Um, to be honest, I totally agree with Johnny Crypto here. There is going to be not only with XRP, XDC, right, uh, with all these different blockchains with their great communities. I believe you know they will all all coexist. But if we look at the financial system and we directly focus on like Swift, SEPA, uh, and many others, I believe yeah, absolutely, all of them, all these like Quant, XDC, Ripple, and then we got a couple others like Algo, right? Um, all of them will be in some, like, it's going to be an ecosystem. And uh, it's always important that you diversify well, because we've seen it, right? People believed in Luna, and all of a sudden, all their wealth is gone. So even right now with Ripple, etc., it there's, like, we are investing, and it bears a risk. So that's why diversification is key. Like, that's from the investment perspective. But, like, when it comes to the technology and the infrastructure that they're building, like uh, Synthin and, and uh, Ripple, great networks with and great um infrastructure what they're building and um so that's why i never excluded xdc i never said people don't buy of course giving no financial advice but it's very important guys that you do a lot of research because something's happening happening behind the scenes and i i couldn't agree more with johnny crypto on this topic there is a coexistence you're gonna see it in the next couple of years right um yeah so very bullish Thank you, Selman. And it's funny because somebody said, slow like a tortoise, I'll win the race. That's exactly what we're doing here. Johnny Crypto in our private conversations always tells me, I only need one, two, or three of these things to be exactly what they're being marketed as. And we're going to have generational wealth, not only for my children, but for my kids' kids. And I'm really excited to come up with this entire community together. These next three or four years, the people in our live chat and the people who are listening to this afterwards are going to become some of the wealthiest individuals on the planet. And we're really excited to have you guys as part of our community. I think this journey is only beginning but I don't want to get too much on a tangent here. I'd love to go to Jackie. A lot of these fundamental projects are lower than they've been in the past three years. What does that say to you that all of this fundamental technology is being used and implemented in the background, yet prices, well, they're almost lower than ever. I think that's amazing, especially for the common investor. And I, I really think a lot about the people that are commenting in the chat and watching this show, and especially the people in our academy, um, within the 3T Academy, just because 
you know, this is such a big opportunity um, for people like us, you know, the little the little ants within the space compared to these big institutional investors. And I just like I I really my heart kind of goes out to the people that are like, oh, is my bag big enough or how much do you need or well, you know what I mean? But it's a I don't know. I I just want to kind of like calm the fear in that FOMO sense that I know that you're feeling because we've all felt it. Um, as long as you're continuing to build your knowledge and um, staying active is in doing your research and following all the news. And I'm not even just meaning this show. I mean, all shows and just doing your due diligence to look into things, you know, you'll be fine. Don't worry. Just continue to do your best in accumulating and gaining knowledge. And that's what this time is for. You know, we're so, so early in the space that that's what people don't realize. I think they get this FOMO because they're, you know, they think it's gone, you know, and they, they need it now. You don't need it now. Like everything, everything you have is within you. You just got to use, utilize yourself as an asset first um, and, and build that up and, and you'll be fine, you know? So I kind of want to provide that comfort out there. Um, cause we, again, we're so early and people say that all the time. We're so early, but I mean, half of, half of this technology guys, I, I, I don't even think we can fathom where it's going to be at in, in a year, two years, three years, you know? Yeah. Hey, I just want to jump in there and just build on Abs's question. So the thing is, everybody's looking at the price of what cryptocurrency is today. What people don't understand, and we've showed it on the show in the past, so if you're new and you're watching today for the first time, you haven't seen it, we have to bring this chart up. It shows the adoption of technology and how it goes through a speculative stage, and the money's really high and everybody's investing and really exciting. Then it phases out because nobody wants to wait for it to actually get developed, and that takes two to three years. And then the real use utility comes, and then you start to see – uh, the real fundamentals of the technology actually happening and and then money coming back into it. So we went through a highly speculative phase and everybody's like, oh, this is great. Yeah, there it is. And then, yeah, thank you, Evs. So, you know, in the beginning, you kind of see, you know, we just went through that bull run and everybody's excited. But a lot of these technology guys, they're not, they're not functioning yet. It's like, think of a house. You're building a house. The foundation is poor, but the house ain't built yet. There ain't no bedrooms. There's no bathroom. There's no showers. There's no kitchen. That's all coming. But who the hell wants to wait? And it's kind of boring and it's not exciting when the house is being built and people want to start investing in it, right? It's all the talk and speculation of the house. It was already discussed months ago. So that's the problem. And that's where we are today. Now, for the smart people that pay attention, who watch the show or in the academy, and you got your mindset trained, you understand this. You understand what you're investing in. You understand how the process works. Now you're starting to think like the elites. You buy now in the lull period. You don't want to buy when it was high. That's pointless. You don't want to buy at the pay. Who the hell? If you guys are all excited and can't wait for the next speculative run and you want to buy at the top, go right ahead. But that's not when you want to be buying. You want to buy now when it feels ugly, when it feels painful, when there's uncertainty. That is the time when the big boys are buying. We're living in that time right now. It's like JV always says, Johnny, and I don't want to sound cliche here, but it's know the game so you don't get played. And these same people who were telling you to invest in cryptocurrencies at all-time highs are now telling you to stay away from these assets when they're 70% down. We've got multiple institutions and billionaires not only publicly promoting these currencies, but actually entering the market. And we do have a Kevin O'Leary here. 
Kevin O'Leary article talking about how he sold zero of his assets so far. But I do want to hear from Selman on the technology adoption curve. Where do you think we are in the market today? Have we ripped the Band-Aid off? Are we in the big, big part of the bear market? Have we done most of our capitulation here? That's a very good question. I actually wanted to bring that up now. People, and Johnny Crypto is, and you abs are 100% right about that. Can we um, show that chart one last time? Because I want to actually uh, show people that, unfortunately, a lot of people are, let's say, thinking that we're right in the middle where it says Sithern on package, right? Uh, so um, I'm blind. I can't read it. So, yeah, that part right in the middle, but it's still, you know, falling down. People believe the bottom is not in yet and everybody's just holding cash and want to buy the very bottom. But we don't know when the bottom comes, right? And if you really say it and believe you're investing in crypto because it's a store of value, it is, it has potential, it, it is the next uh, big thing, then of course, dollar cost averaging makes sense. We don't know. Maybe this was the bottom, or maybe the next bottom will come, or the last bottom will come in a month. We don't know, even though everybody's predicting lower lows this whole year. Um, so, dollar cost averaging in makes sense uh, for long term investors because, in the long run, you are going to hit the, the the price targets like your last your let's say your first entry level it was right on the top not right on the top but right now for example we are going to see these levels um uh, again so dollar cost averaging and you know lowering your average entry price is the key is the key for success for long-term holders you're not sitting here watching the charts all day long you don't have the time you, you need to find a income source so that you can buy cryptos right you don't have the time so for you it is very very essential that you have a strategy yesterday jv brought it up to the warriors saying every friday no matter what he is buying when he receives his paycheck he's immediately putting that money into crypto and he has fun when he sees that uh, sees the numbers but he buys the blood on the streets and that should be you you have you have your own plan Maybe you want to buy weekly, maybe daily, maybe monthly, but do it. Focus on that, but only into the fundamentally strong ones where you really believe in and only the money you can afford to lose. And great things will happen. 100% Selman. Thank you for filling us in there. And I want to reiterate something very, very important. We always talk about the ISO 20022 standards. Somebody commented in chat that those are going to start to be implemented in August of 2022. That's outdated information. They actually moved the deadline to quarter one of 2025. Believe me, I'm a huge advocate of ISO coins. That's the majority of my portfolio. Whether I'd like to admit that or not, that is the case. So what I am getting excited for is that this shift has started. I don't believe that we're going to get this massive price appreciation at the end of this year. Just because I've been in this market too long, I kind of understand that we're in the middle of a bear market. So we're going to capitulate before we end up rising. And the four-year the four-year cycle, it's still intact. But we got 302 live listeners out there. Show us some love and smash that like button. We have a fantastic article for you next, which is a Kevin O'Leary article. And it's exactly what Selman was just talking about. So Kevin O'Leary says he won't sell any crypto despite the downturn. You just have to stomach the volatility. I'm not selling anything. Long-term, you just have to stomach it. You have to understand that you'll get volatility and that some projects, well, they just aren't going to work. Kevin O'Leary currently holds 32 positions in digital assets and actually has been publicly promoting Solana and Polygon more than the others, although his largest holding is Ethereum and then that's followed by Bitcoin. There's been a big correction in the market and you've got to hold your nose up and get through this volatility because volatility it's our greatest enemy and it's our greatest asset. In a bull market, a lot of these assets are going to become far too overvalued and we're going to get opportunities to 
take price targets that may be somewhat unrealistic, but also in a bear market, these assets are going to be way cheaper than they should be. And that's what we're going through right now. I'd love to kick it back to Selman. What are your thoughts? I love it. I love it. I love that. Um, so for me, it's not Michael Saylor. It is Kevin O'Leary. Uh, Mr. Wonderful is definitely someone I've, I've been watching him for years now, maybe five years. And I love that he's very um, up until now. Uh, I've never seen him like lying or something. And he was very an honest, honest man. And I love how he's like coming up with the fundamentals of cryptocurrencies and he's become a great ambassador and he really brings up a very very important point here volatility we were talking about highly speculative assets but in the bear market that's where you can build wealth now it's of course super risky for uh, you know stressful for people no, nobody took any profits and wish they they sold and you know to to get in again to accumulate more but hey, this is part of the game. We're lo looking long term, and and as we go through different uh, bear and bull markets, you learn, you educate yourself, you you have a feeling of when to take profits, right? So this is your chance. Do a lot, a lot of research. The market is boring. This is the time, and then eventually you're gonna see cr after regulation a crazy pump. But you've invested. You have really crazy um, backs, and of course, you also brought in within the next. 10 years. Yeah. Uh, crypto will be the 12th sector of the U.S. economy and um, apps. This is this is crazy. This is crazy. This is going to be U.S. economy. What he means by that is S&P, the 12th sector of S&P. And this is crazy. Exactly. And what gets me so excited, someone, is that not only are we before regulation, but if you're an XRP holder out there, you know the lawsuit can't go on forever. And once this thing is over, we're going to see not only a relisting on exchanges, but an implementation of the actual use cases when it comes to RippleNet within our U.S. borders. Mr. Wumble, Mr. Wonderful has said trillions of dollars will flood into crypto when we get policy and the regulators regulate this market. He also said that this will become the 12th sector of the U.S. economy within the next 10 years. Johnny Crypto, why don't you fill us in? You know... Again, this is a guy that has done a complete 180. He was against crypto many years ago, and now he's found his way, or he's found that there is a real-world solve here. He sees it. And don't forget, these guys are connected too, right? These guys are connected. Kevin is calling him. Yeah, sorry, guys. Um, let me just mute that. But um, these, these guys, at the end of the day, they, they're connected. They know what's happening. And for him to do a complete 180 and 20% of his portfolio, he's a billionaire, 20% of his portfolio is in crypto. That's a good size chunk in crypto. So don't don't shake a stick at that. It shows you that um, he was convinced. And to convince these guys, these guys are super smart. It shows you that there's something there, this real credibility here that's coming in. And um, I, again, I'm excited because we're we're living it. We're getting to actually watch all this stuff play right out in front of us rather than following in five years from now, like 95% of the people are going to do, and it's going to be too late. They're all going to be coming in at the top, and they're going to be exit liquidity for all of us and all the elites. For us, it's really, really uh, exciting that we put ourselves and our family and our friends in a position here to be in front of this wave that's coming and i really really can't wait to you know when the metaverse comes and we're going to see this guy brio propose to jackie so i want to be there for that i will get my goggles headset and it's going to be super exciting <clears throat>
Poor Jackie. I guess it's only fitting we go to you first. I'll tell Johnny Crypto to leave you alone after the stream, but what caught my attention in this article is something very important. Even during this market correction, he came out and he said he hasn't sold a single cryptocurrency, but not only that, he's using this time to double down. We got 320 live listeners out there. Show us some love and smash that like button. If you like Johnny Crypto's ringtone, make sure you hit that thing three times. We'll kick it to Jackie here. Floor is yours. Yeah, I would just want to make a quick comment on the diversification. I, I love the comments, guys. I honestly, I love the banter, the jokes and everything like that. And I'll never get offended by anything anyone says. Or And I, I just love to joke around with people. That's my personality. So I really appreciate the fun that we have in the chats. Um, I did want to comment a little bit on the article about um, kind of some of the stuff that he's diversifying into. I, I honestly, guys, these these names that he's mentioning, I really, I do believe in strongly. Um, I know a lot of people have mixed, mixed views about Solana as well. Um, I don't know. Obviously, the tech isn't there. Um, we're not really in that stage within the cryptocurrency market anyway, where technology is based. But again, it's with the partners, um, venture capitalist partnerships, things like that. A lot of a lot of the things that are backing some of these projects is is more of the things that I'm looking into as well. But the fact that he mentions XT, FTX, uh, Polygon, Solana, USDC, um, we've talked about this previous times on the show, but those are definitely key players in the space and a lot of things that are are being backed by those you know, those big time players. So definitely take a look at those as well as things to, to diversify into words today. Yes. Thank you so much, Jackie. And we're going to kick it into our next article now because we have the bank of international settlements warns dangerous crypt. The dangers of crypto are beginning to materialize. And that's what we're going through now during this pullback. The Bank of International Settlements said that the recent crash of Terra and the 70% drop in Bitcoin were indicators that there was a structural problem within the crypto market. No form of money can have credibility unless it's controlled by government-backed authority that can use the reserves funded by taxes. Johnny Crypto, I have to clear my throat here. Can you please cover me? And the floor is yours. Yeah, so see, that's the thing. This is the mentality that the elites want you to believe, that nothing can be a currency unless it's backed by the government. Why? Because then you need them, right? And so the reality is, let's face it, Bitcoin ain't backed by the government and it's working. People are using it. It's happening. It's been around since 2013. People could use it as an exchange. People have used it for an exchange of currency. Some poor bastard, I think, spent 20,000 Bitcoins on two pizzas, right? So the reality is it can and could be used as a currency, but that threatens the overall system and it's not going to be allowed. So the reality is they will put a system in place that the masses have to feel safe about. They'll tell you it's safe. And they'll back it by something and then they'll inflate the shit out of it like they do today to our current currency. So unfortunately, guys, it's coming. You're going to get the Fed now coin or the USDC coin, whatever the hell they're going to call it. That is what is ultimately going to be what they say right there in red. No form of money can have credibility unless it's drawn by the government. Authority seen by funded by tech can reserve fund by taxes. And that is going to be your USD, uh, CBDC by the USD, you know, USD, or I should say your US CBDC when the time comes. That's my bet. That's my guess. That's where I think we're headed at. 
Exactly. And what gets me a little bit irritated here is that I think they're moving us away from decentralized into centralized platforms. These comments, they're so cliche. You could, I could have told you this is what the Bank of International Settlements was going to say before I even saw this quote. Of course, they don't want us adopting cryptocurrencies that aren't controlled by governments. The government right now has an unlimited printing press. And I don't want to go off on a tangent here, but when you think about what modern day slavery is, it's being forced to work for wages that don't allow you to have the life that you want to live. If you can't escape the matrix, if you can't escape the system, you're going to be trapped doing things and selling your time. And we all have very limited time here, but I do want to kick it to Selman here. Selman, why don't you close us out? Yep. Um, it's hundred percent agree with you apps. And uh, I was like this morning when I woke up, I was literally like literally thinking of this. The first thing I thought this morning was like, Dude, they're printing money. <laughs> they're like the gap between rich and poor is getting bigger and bigger, and they, you know, they control everything. They um, have the the technology, the uh, infrastructure in their hands, and they're going to use it. DeFi. Look what happened to Luna, etc. Right? We rumors. We know, like, there are rumors that, uh, and I believe in that too. That uh, some institutions force that actually uh, the liquidation in the markets. Uh, just to prove people, hey, this is not a good investment. Terra USD is not a good investment. There is the one and only U.S. dollar. The U.S. Uh, sooner, sooner, sooner or later, CBDCs will come out. Trust them, et cetera, right? So I feel like all of that, what's happening with Celsius, et cetera, of course, it's filled with a very bad infrastructure. Of course, not doing a lot of research caused that, of course, that people you know, lost a lot of money. We, we have to do a lot, a lot of research. And can't wait to have actually developers here on the show in the future to talk about that more often. And um, so it's it's just, you see, they have the power, they have the money, they can borrow against it and then short the market, liquidate people, and then scare people away so that they have and their competitors and build their product in like on the blockchain. And it's coming, it's happening. Of course, you know, you and I, if we don't activate, we can't do anything about it. So if it's just a handful of people, the only thing we can do is invest, invest, and invest, and play the game that they're playing, be part of it, uh, until we have the, the the resources and people uh, activate people and then um, fight against it. Thank you, Salman. And we're going to jump into our last art. Oh, sorry, Jackie, do you have a comment? Well, I was just going to say, speaking of modern day slavery, um, Salman's auctioning off me. That's... That's as, as modern day slavery as it gets. Not <laughs> yeah, literally. What is wait, 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 wait. What, what is this? Wait, wait, wait. It's only for a date though, so it's not slavery. <laughs> it's a date optional. And and to be honest, you to have be honest, to get consent first, I believe, for that type of <laughs> To be honest, that's a good way to raise money for collecting. I'm sure everybody in the comment over here is gonna make a bid. Hey, it's SEC approved. Hey, and not only that, hey, for Merlin, we're going to be giving away a free version of Merlin for, for Jackie. So if you sign up, you get a raffle, you get a free date with Jackie. <laughs> First 100 people that sign up. Oh, man. Guys, don't be disappointed if, if your funds don't go as high as you expect. <laughs> <laughs> this has got to be one of the most interesting live streams I've ever been a part of. We are auctioning people off. Didn't think that was legal. But when we talk about the real world use cases of NFTs, this is just another example. We got Coinbase is going to support Flare Network Spark Airdrop. I want to remind our listeners that if you are participating in this Flare Airdrop that happened two years ago, 
Coinbase has said that they will not be keeping your tokens the same way they did with Spark, and you will be getting your airdrop. But we're going to close this thing out the same way we always do. I want to say thank you to Selman G. Thank you to Johnny. Thank you to Jackie. And thank you to NFT Tones. We got 284 live listeners out there. Show us some love and smash that like button on the way out of here. And we have a very important surprise this Friday. Jordan Harry on Good Morning Crypto. And it's like we always say, Warriors, rise. Get your shit together, baby. Let's go. Monkey.